Alcoholism and alcohol abuse do not just arise out of our biology. They also arise out of the influence of our environments. The societies that we live in can create harmful norms around drinking, exacerbating illnesses and causing premature death. Russia is an example of this. A harmful drinking culture has been created by societal and gender norms in Russia. We will discuss several reasons this is the case. But first, some important definitions and background information. When a person consumes four to five drinks in one hour, it is considered binge drinking. A Russian term, zapoy, is a period of at least two days in which a person is continuously drunk and is unable to function normally. Behavior like this is generally accepted in Russia. Sometimes, people drink things like glass cleaner, mouthwash, everyday items that contain alcohol but are not meant for drinking. When someone consumes these for the purposes of getting drunk, these products are referred to as surrogates. It is common in Russia for people who are suffering from alcohol use disorders to drink surrogates. Russia is an industrialized nation. One thing that is common for industrialized nations is to have a higher average life expectancy, but not in Russia. For Russian men, the average life expectancy is 65 years old, and for women, it is 76 years old. In the United States, the average life expectancy for men is 76 years old and 81 years old for women. You might be surprised by the difference in life expectancy between Russian men and women. You might be asking, why is this? What made this difference? Well, alcohol consumption has a lot to do with it. Russian men, on average, drink a lot more than Russian women. And in many cases, it leads to higher negative health outcomes and sometimes premature death. But why is this risk so much higher for Russian men than women? Russian gender norms. Expected and acceptable behaviors and attitudes based on gender. Research suggests that in Russia, it is more socially acceptable for men to drink much more than women. Men are usually seen as the breadwinner, the provider. This can become a large source of identity and self-esteem for Russian men. It is seen as more masculine to not ask for help with issues around drinking. It is seen as masculine to use alcohol as a way to cope with problems, such as job loss. For Russian women, it is expected and more accepted to drink less, care for their husbands, and cope with their problems in other ways besides drinking. To learn more about this issue, I interviewed Dr. Natalia Shulkova, a professor of economics here at Guilford College. Natalia had this to say. I think it's my personal belief, uh, but it's also statistically true that women have more responsibilities. So the women are generally expected to hold a job and to do most of the household work, cooking and cleaning and uh, educating children and so on. I mean, there are, there are men who are doing and helping and sharing responsibilities, but statistically it's mostly in women. and. Um, I think women is, because they are concerned about survival of the children and well-being of the children, they have to be, they have to stay more focused 
and they're less likely to drink. Another gender norm that helps create this problem is the compliance of wives of heavy drinkers. Research suggests that it is most socially acceptable and expected for the wives of men who are experiencing alcohol issues to allow their husbands to continue drinking. Many women end up caring for their husbands when they are experiencing health impacts from alcohol. Wives might try to convince their husbands to stay home and drink with them instead of going out so that the drinking is potentially more controlled. If a wife is more dependent on her husband for money and labor around the house, she may not be able to divorce him because of his behavior. Uh, and because of the dependence on males for household needs, they just didn't have a lot of choices, you know, like the male um, partners were in short supply for, for a long time. So I think it's partly also led to this compliance. Lastly, let's look at workplace culture. Young Russian blue-collar men face the highest risk of premature death caused by alcohol consumption. Why is this? It is very common for young men to drink together with their co-workers. It is a very important part of socializing. Not only to drink, but to get very drunk. It's a cultural thing, but I don't think it's just purely Russian. I think it's Maybe less so in the U.S., but I see that happening here as well. Maybe they drink a beer and watch a, a sports on TV, not necessarily in a group of other men, but it might still happen. This exposure to drinking can be the beginning of a harmful pattern for young men. But I also think it's a lack of um, growth that the job has. Uh, career growth, is, I mean, there is no career, basically. Um, and um, yeah, it's a lack of self-fulfillment uh, as well as the difficulties, the physical aspect of the job. So I think that's probably the two most important factors. After the fall of the Soviet Union in 1991, things became a lot less certain and steady for Russian people. Many parts of the economy were starting to privatize fast. Many people lost their jobs. There were wage delays. There was a lot of uncertainty moving into the future. Some men would use drinking to cope with job loss. When they got another job, drinking could sometimes interfere, which would lead to job loss again and then to more drinking. So a pattern is established. So there was a big uh, loss of jobs. So the loss of jobs was even more than the United States during the Great Depression. So it was very devastating. So it was alcohol and drug addiction. So there have been, since 2000, I think, and it's partly linked to improvement in job prospects and improvement in standard of living 
and general sense of greater security, economic security, there have been a general decline in alcohol consumption. For some men, when they lost their jobs and did not have enough money to buy vodka, they would buy surrogates instead because it was cheaper. Some men would go on longer periods of Zipoy, begin to spend more time with other heavy drinkers and become socially isolated from friends and family. This would begin to lead to health complications from alcohol consumption, heavy dependence on alcohol, and potentially premature death. Although the global prevalence of alcohol abuse is highest in Russia at the time of this recording, not all cases result in death. Many people continue to live with the disease. But also I think it's a little bit of um, lack of opportunities to, for self-expression for men. Uh, and maybe lack of meaning in life, uh, and lack of sense of responsibility for the family and children, which I think is partly historical. Drinking problems exist all around the world, adding to the burden of health, worsening illnesses, causing injuries, causing deaths. This cannot be addressed with policy change alone. These harmful norms need to change too. This podcast was produced by Hannah Kaplan for the Spring 2019 Global Health Class at Guilford College.